Act Two, Scene Five. All the lights within the theater and on the stage are suddenly extinguished. Space is void. Each one alone in it. All is silent, except for the restless anxiety in the audience. The chorus speaks from everywhere. From that day the two would dwell. No, it was three we should recall. All in Fausta's house together, living each day for pleasure. Taking more than can delight in surfeit of what's sensuous, gorging on the sexual or gluttonous. Every want, desire, attraction taken was fulfilled, and gratified then repeated. Mephistopheles renewing every want, desire, attraction taken, repeated them, though they cloyed. Though a used tongue loses its palate, though a limp prick won't ejaculate, Though weary bodies feel nothing, his mouth's too full for swallowing. His senses swarmed, swirling swells of ceaseless grasping, wants and wishes exhausting him until, insensible to them, like any drunk who's overdrunk, craving cups unfulfilling, Faustus remembered nothing and enjoyed nothing enjoyed. Yet his appetite seems insatiable, because the dark conjurer cloyed, because a hungry Mephistopheles found no pleasures pleased, no gratification quenched his hunger, hunger which hunger feeds. Just so M feeds on Faustus wants, his attractions and desires, all taken to engorge him and to make him this shadow of Faustus' being, to be denser, darker, and real. Meanwhile, for Wagner, for the servile everyman, as Faustus knew, which he saw when he's aware, all those who are left to take the dirty crumbs that have fallen under the tables that they clear, who drink the dregs and draw down the last whore, might have whatever's dropped to share, might strike a happy landfall on cocaine, get his pie in the sky and never work again, coax the devil to dance beneath the moon with him, might find a lamp hid beneath his bushel basket, or claim the kingdom of God for a mustard seed. But M shall not know how constantly stalled Ascent to sensual ecstasy, or other aspirations, Faustus felt illusory. The wild passion, the excess of delight, the richest treasure of pleasure flowing from the vessel of life, only momentarily makes the moment bright, and while none may deny it, it is a divinity. Eternal like any god, sumptuous and generous, a gorgeous woman, a preapic man, crowned with ever-fruited vines, dressed in ever-freshened flowers. Yet it is so brief, it is intangible. Sensations spent, almost illusions, as water cupped in your hands runs through your fingers and is gone. For a certain dread in conscience troubled Faustus, 
like someone whose presence could not be ignored, whose speech could be heard, not loud, but insistent, reminding him, imploring him, his undeniable truth. It was his fretful questioning, doubt, subversive want, not that craving from which there can be gain, though it resembles it in kind, but shall extinguish craving, where plunging he seeks what lies beneath. Out of a stunned silence, Faustus speaks, and spreading the ceiling of our auditorium, we see in a flaring, painfully bright light, this projected. At the Tropic of Cancer, on an island in the sun, a fixed white sun on white sand, an azure sky to an azure sea, a tepid sea, where I am naked, wading and washed by warmth of azure water, water washing about me with white foams, soothing me, washing chattering seashells at my feet, washing me and senses smoothly, softly, Becalmed by rhythmic constancy, a sea that sloughs and sighs, where every pulse transects the next, blends one dream into another, as each moment dreams the one before, and time, as seamless as sky, sky wide to wide sea is endless, where pulses of the ceaseless sea, shedding dreams, dream of dreaming, but I stop. <laughs>